And I got a job following fat people around with a tuba. Cut it out! I'm just trying to live my life! No one taught me about carbs! That'll be $60. Welcome back to Big Boys Barkin', the podcast that tells you a lot about big boys and the lifestyle we hold. As Thomas Doney joins us again, Matt Kibbe with you, the host here of Big Boys Barkin', eating the microphone like we do, always thinking about food and chomping down. Uh, got a topic for you this week, hold folks. On. Matt Kibbe. Oh, you're you're going to call me out right now. You're not even going to let me try and intro the show. No. You're not, you're not going to let me do nope. that? All right, but I'm just going to get ahead of this. No, 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 no. <laughs> Last week, you promised our viewers a very, a qu- you quote, unquote, a very special guest. I look to my right, <laughs> no one. I look to my left, you. <laughs> I look in front of me, empty seats, empty mics. Matt Kibbe, <laughs> apologize to the fans. <laughs> Folks at home. I, I want to deeply apologize for lying to you on the podcast last week. It was a grave mistake on my part. I, I know it takes a lot of faith and trust for big boys to trust other big boys, and I apologize. Now, what I can tell you is next week is going to be a special episode. I'm not going to promise special guest, although I think that is in the works. But what I am going to tell you is this is a special episode. It sounds like... We're going to be live next week. Are you going to commit to that, though? You're going to I'm, commit to the special Tommy, episode. Tommy, on the podcast right now, mark my words. We're recording this at 10 p.m. on a Wednesday, October the 6th. Okay. Okay. Next week, whether we record on Tuesday or Wednesday, we'll know. It's going to be live. I don't know where yet. I got to look into that a little bit. But it's going to be live somewhere. Okay. Okay. If okay. that's what you're living off of, we'll do that. Um, here's the, here's what I'm going to say. I'm going to offer consequences. If this doesn't happen, Matt, if this isn't live next week for our viewers, and it's not a special episode, yep. you have to eat three vegetables of my choice. <laughs> of your choice? Yeah, three vegetables. On, on the pod? Like, I'm going to have to eat it, like, yep. on the pod. Are we going to have to, like, record a little bit, too? And, yeah. Okay. You know what, folks? You can't see this. I am shaking hands with Thomas Doney right now. We are, that is the deal. Deal. Deal? Okay. Now let's dive in. I yep. don't forgive you, but we have to continue. Oh, we got we got episode nine here. We got to do it. We couldn't take another week off. We've already had a couple of those. Right. Well, the topic for this week, I think it's a good one. Um, I think it's a really good one. The big boys have to thrive with a lot. We've hinted at it a little bit in some of our other episodes, but now we're going to fo- solely focus on it. And it's going to be the healthcare, doctor, hospital type visits and just the stigma that goes with being a big boy. I know in the past we've talked about going on the scale at the doctor's office. That's a whole issue in itself. Realistically, we could have done a whole episode just about scales at different places, but kind of round that into this episode and some other, some other stuff that we deal with. So I'm going to give way to our good man, Thomas Doney, get us going here. So I know what everybody's thinking health i promised you in a a previous episode that we're not going to talk about health very much because that's not our forte (laughs) so i can promise you this episode is not being about healthy or getting healthy 
It's about the choices you make and then the consequences of when you have to meet with somebody who's telling you to be healthy. Uh, doctor's visits are never fun for a big boy for multiple Ooh. reasons. Um, it's a lecture. You are, you're signing yourself for torture. Yep. Uh, from the moment you walk in, um, they always ask questions like, when was your last checkup? Um, are you still drinking all that pop? Yeah. Um, you've gained 20 pounds since your last visit. Are you okay? Are you sure? I was just in here a couple months ago. Yeah, we're sure. We um, keep track of it. Very hard right. for you. And there's some doctors that are very nice about it, and they're just, you know, you really should, you know, look at eating better, toning it back. And then there's some doctors like, you're going to keep growing, and you're going to become a planet. You're fat. You're going to have, it's going to create issues down the yep. line. So That's one of their you. favorite lines right. to say. Let me ask you, Matt. Which doctor do you prefer? Do you prefer one that's, you know, nice cop, nice and easy with you? Mm -hmm. Like, maybe we could change a few things here or there. Or do you want somebody just straight up tell you, like, do you want to die at 30? Yeah, I think it depends on what I'm in the doctor's office for. If I'm in for my, like, normal... Okay, here's the here's the thing that needs to be prefaced, though. Big boys, and I think this is, like, the general population, but big boys specifically really do avoid going to the doctors as much as possible. Yeah. You try and avoid that situation and putting yourself in that situation as much as possible. So for me personally, when I was in my youth, I really only went to the doctor's office for a physical. Yeah. And that was only so I could play athletics. God, right? It was always the worst. And it like, was terrible. The doctor would always make a comment too. Like if you were going for a physical for a sport and they're like, hopefully this sport helps you out and, you know, makes you lose some weight. Happened to me. It's not the plan. And right nope. after this visit, I'm going to put down a pizza. So right. I, have, I have team dinner right after right. this. Like we're we're eating spaghetti. Like and, we're going off. Yeah, and it always hurts the doctor's feelings. You're like, actually, my coach wants me to gain weight. Um, yeah, but okay, but so let's just when, you're, when your coach says that he wants you to gain muscle, he doesn't want you to gain gain the pounds of bread roll that you have in let's, the Thursday night dinner. Let's not get into the localities of telling, it. Weight is weight, okay? Yeah, pound for pound. Yeah. If I step on that scale and it says higher. I did my job. I did my job. It doesn't matter how. Right. You did your job. But to kind of answer your question, for when I went in for a physical and I was only going in for that, I wanted the good cop or the good cop. Mm -hmm. I want somebody to be like, you should consider doing this. And and that's normally what I got because I had the same like family doctor, so same person every time. Right. Um, and that's how she was. So it was good for me. Mm -hmm. But like if I go in there for another issue, then I want bad. I, I personally, I want bad cop because that might kick me into gear a little bit and help me right. at least realize it. No, I agree with you. Um, I think the 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 mean doctor is one that changes the the game for you. I think you respond more to that. Yep. The nice guy, you're like, yeah, I'll, I'll look into that for you, doc. Don't yeah, worry. Yeah, I'll consider. Come back six months later and you're like 30 pounds heavier. Oh, my God. It happens, doc. You know, I tried. I considered it. Doc, I, I took your advice the for, options. I took your advice for about a three-day period right, right after we talked and then somebody put a chocolate cake in front of me i don't know who it might have been myself but it happened and from there it went downhill right. so just to briefly touch on you know the scales one more time i know we've talked about it but i want to remind the viewers of the biggest issue at the doctor's office is there's two scales yep there's the one that clicks all the way down the manual maxes one. out at 300 yep. the manual yep the white then, the white stand and the platform itself is barely big enough to get your right. two feet on. So when they slide the weights down and then it balances out. If you're a millennial or if you're a Gen Z, you may not know about those, mm -hmm. but they are a thing. Right. A lot of doctor's offices rely on that one. And then they have the industrial one. That's the worst the, one. 
the uh, this could go up to four digits if necessary. One. What did it feel like when they no longer asked you to even step on the white the 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 old scale first? You know, it was almost a relief for me, honestly, because like yeah. I knew in my head that that wasn't, wasn't going to tell work. you what yeah. you wanted to know. So like it was more embarrassing to get on that and then be like, oh, uh, can you get step over here yeah. real quick? It's better when you just go straight for the industrial one, yeah, just like I agree, digital up top. Everybody sees it. Oh well, it's fine. I love when the but doctors you only step though, on it once. Right. Yeah. I love when you go into the doctors though and they don't weigh you and they just ask like, do you know how much you weigh? I've never had that happen. They always make me. No, there's times I'll go in and like if it's not a checkup, if it's for like something else, I'll be like, has your height and weight changed at all? Well, since you asked, I currently lost 30 pounds from the walk to the car in here. <laughs> It'll show that on my uh, chart. If yeah, you please put that. Please make yeah. sure you write that yeah. down specifically. Yep. So the scale, terrible. Um, the waiting rooms in most doctors offices the seating is not big people friendly and you're on you're on top of each other too right that it's just very claustrophobic but to get up onto the table is usually oh that's the worst a bit of a jump that's the worst and for a big boy jumping is not our forte no you feel like you're gonna break honestly you feel like you're gonna break the table and you have to jump up there if they don't have the stool out like my i was fortunate i had a couple stools but like if you don't have that, and you're like, all right, get on the table. What's the deal with that paper? Like, what is I that? I think that's just a health. I think that's a health thing. I think they have to have it there. Listen, okay, but okay, real quick for the tables. Did you prefer to go into the doctor's room and like, you know how there's always a chair there? Yeah. Like you'd sit in the chair and then you'd wait for them to come yeah, in. Of course. Okay. Because I did. The, I know some people will like sit on that table first mm-hmm. and just stay there. No. But like mm-hmm. I preferred to sit in the chair because then if you were already sitting in the chair, sometimes that doctor would come and be like, oh yeah, you. They'd look at you and be like, oh yeah, you can just stay right. there. So the paper, kind of pointless, going to be honest with you. I would um, agree. When you're this big, you sit on it. It just pulls in, and nothing of the table is covered, and it rips super easy, especially when you got 300 pounds sitting on Correct. it. Correct. The moment um, you shift one time. Right. It's kind of pointless. I would agree. It's like I'm trying to even think of an example. Of something that would be like equally as pointless? Yeah, Putting vegetables on a fat guy's plate. Yeah, yeah, that's a good good one. Um, Okay, so let's say you get past all the the screening questions and you're sitting in the lobby in the chairs that you can't fit in. I'm not gonna. Okay, that's that might be a you experience because I have always fat sat and fit in my chairs. Always fat. I've always fat in my chairs. Me too. (laughs) (laughs) Um, No, the lobbies a. My doctor's office, the chairs are just super right on top of each other. And well, you have to that's kind of squeeze in. That's the issue I have too. But it's a matter of like the chair is still comfortable. Like I can, now it's only uncomfortable if there's people around. I'm talking me. about in the lobby. No, that, I know. That's what I'm talking oh. about too. <laughs> Lucky you. I guess I just had a good family time yeah. here. I guess they were big people friendly. The doctor I went to was not. Um, chairs were right on top of each other and it was a bit of a squeeze and your leg would go numb. Cause well, was your doctor's office numb? busy too? Like, yeah. was it, like, cause mine, not, mine like is busy, but like the lobby's big enough where like you can spread out a little well, bit. Side note about my doctor's office. This is nothing to do with being big. It's just the <laughs> dumbest system. You just need to get this out of your system. It, it, it really <laughs> pissed me off my whole life. Every time I walk into this doctor's office, it was split into two sides, not separated by a door wide open. One side was the feeling good side. Like the not sick, anything wrong with you, just like a checkup side. Mm-hmm. And the other side was sick, not feeling good. Nothing in between, just a wide open, like you walk three steps to the left, you're in the good side. 
three steps to the right, you're in the six side. And it really pissed me off because sometimes I'd go in and the signs would be switched. And I'm like, what is stopping people from just sitting on the wrong side? One, two, how about it's open air and everything's going to transfer anyway? Like, I can't even imagine my doctor's office, like, post-COVID. Like, now? Like, is one side COVID side, the other side's not? Like... It was from me to you that separated the sick and not sick. That's weird. Yeah, and it also pissed me off. Sorry, we'll get back to what oh, we're talking Tommy, about. Tommy's got some issues. I'm, he got to get I'm off his pissed. chest. We're going to let him get rid of it. As a child, they kept all the toys and games and books and everything on the sick side. Why would you keep it on the sick side? I don't know. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Like, And so I would try to go grab my mom and be like, no, you can't go over there. Everybody's sick. Well, they I'm don't need to, to play, play with them yeah. there. Yeah, they all look like they're dying. They're not even being touched. Bring them over here. Literally. I don't know. Maybe it's because they don't want to keep disinfecting them. So they're just like, they're already Well, you're going to get Let sick anyway. Like yeah. the kids are going to spread around like hand, nose, and mouth or whatever it is. Hand, right. toes, and mouth or whatever it is. Ridiculous. Okay, we'll get back to the back to. I'm st- I just want to. I apologize for your your doctor experience. I appreciate that's that. not how all doctors' offices are. Right. Okay. If you are in the area of where Tommy's from, avoid whatever doctor's office it is. You'll know. You'll know when you walk. You'll in. know. You'll know. Left or right, you pick your side. <laughs> um, also, something they did that it does pertain to being big. Okay. Is they had two options for kids. You either got a sucker or you got a sticker. Right. You didn't have an option, did you? Typically, <laughs> the child would get to choose which one they wanted. So I walk out. I got my shot, which I'll talk about later about shots. But I got my shot. I was like, I was good, kind of. I didn't kill anybody. I just cried a lot. But I would like a sticker. In my head, I'm thinking that. Think, mm-hmm. Waiting for this lady to ask me, which one did you want? Oh, I bet this big little boy wants a sucker. I want to sucker punch that nurse because it pissed me <laughs> off. And, you know, damn well I took the sucker because once you, you once you put it in my you face, I'm like, to. okay, that, that probably would be good. Yeah, You're right. I'm, I can accept right. this. All my friends are getting stickers. My brother's going to stick it. I'm over here. Yeah, I want the sucker. Give You're me right. The sucker. You're right. You know me. Automatic assume that the big kids want the suckers, which I did. And I still, to this day, when I go to the doctor's office, I still take the free suckers. You do? I mean, why not? Are they the little dum-dums or are they like actually No, good they suckers? have the good ones. Like, do you have a sucker preference? Mm. I personally I do. You I ever had a caramel apple sucker? Oh yeah, phenomenal. Though that's my top tier. Right. But huh, I'm being fat. We don't like just eat food. We kind of like vacuum it down. You don't yeah. really get a chance to taste right. it. So, caramel apple suckers are one of those suckers that are slow to eat, and that's not I like that. Mm. I'm going to disagree with you there because big boys just want to get stuff down. You know, we I would agree. I and, also agree with that though. You can't do that with caramel apple. Sucker. No, I, that's and they true. try to bite into it. I don't know what it is about us. We can't like just save or something. We bite the a couple times. It goes stuff. down yeah, the hatch. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, we don't savor it. Yeah. Everybody else is like, Oh my God, this so is no so real good. Sucker preference back to the doctors. I want to talk about shots. Oh, real quick. Can we just say that dumb, dumb suckers are like a fake sucker? I would just try to get the... Like, those are the most annoying suckers yeah. because it's so small and you're going to eat it in one bite. Yeah, and I would just treat it when I was a kid. I would try to get the straw part out without yep. it getting stuck. Yep. I don't know okay. other people do that, that. That's We'll digress yep. from sucker talk. Yep. Okay, back to the doctor's office. They notify me that I need a shot. 
Ooh, okay. We're talking. Okay, so we're changing. Yeah, we're going to shots now. Yep. Okay. So a couple things about getting a shot. Are we doing shots or, or needles in general? Needles in general. Is okay. Fine. Couple things about it. Um, just because you're big, this is a, a public announcement to the nurses and doctors of the world. Just because we're big doesn't mean we're tough. I'm proud to say that. You bust the needle out, I'm going to pass out. You're one for like a little yeah. baby. I'm going to become a child. <laughs> so as a child, they'll be like, oh, who's a big, strong boy? Not me. Inside of this big body is a little, I don't even. Little man. Yeah. I don't know. It's I'm something. terrified of that needle. Really? Yeah. Never been a fan of shots. I'm better with it now. But I had to get blood work drawn, and I freaked out about it for like, Two days, like, oh, geez. I, I thought I was done with all these needle things. And apparently no. increases as you get older. Yeah. And, like, when you're fat, you got to get it checked more regularly because <laughs> fat people have more prone to illness. I, I don't know. <laughs> something like News that. News to me. <laughs> News to me. So, something about, like, high cholesterol right. or something. Right. Right off the bat, I don't like needles because big boys are more into things going, you know, we're more into eating things. Yeah, if we're gonna put something in it, it's got right. one. If destination we're gonna put to something go in. in our body, it's gonna be food, Correct. not whatever's in that needle. So, more particularly, blood drawn. Like I said, I'm more into putting things into my body, not having things taken out. Taken out, yeah. So, yes, I make jokes because that's how I make myself feel better. So, like, the nurse would go to draw my blood, and I'd be like. Can you separate the bacon grease from that? Like I'll make oh jokes like that, just just to try to soften the blow. I love I love like when nurses come in and they're like super shaky, like super mm-hmm. nervous. Either new ones or, or if they're real old, they have a little shake to them. Um, and immediately, like I'm that jerk. I'm the Karen of the doctor's office. Like, can you have somebody else do that? You got one shot at this before I just say forget it and leave. So wow, I really? need your number one candidate in you know, here. You want to know the issue that I had? And I think big boys will tend, I, this could be an, I don't know how a bunch of an issue. I'm assuming it's a big boy issue. Um, but when I, when I give my, I don't mind getting my blood drawn. I don't mind needles. As long as I don't see it go in, I'm fine. Like I, after it's in, I can look at it and I'm fine. But if I see it go in, I kind of quiver a little bit and I don't, and that's where I get a little freaked out by it. But as long as they're like, Hey, it's going in now and you're, then I'm good. The problem I have is, this happens when I donate blood. This happens when I get blood drawn for like labs and stuff. It is hard for them to find the vein. Yeah, it is. And I had so much fat around them. It, like find they're them. like, oh, I think this is like they're feeling it. Like yeah. can you pump a little bit more. Like I think I have it. And then the, and then this happened to me. It took four four different needles, like four different attempts, and two nurses. Wow. To finally hit vein and draw blood. I'm already in my car driving away after the first, <laughs> after the first one. Like, you're gone. Oh, well, well, sorry, Yep, I tried. I'll come back when I like cut myself on something, and you can just take that blood. Yep. So, doctors' offices, in my opinion, not the most friendly place for big boy. Just medical practice in general. In general yeah. Because like, well, dentists, they already look down on you, right? We'll we'll, we'll shift to dentist office. Oh, the chair. Chair sucks. The chair, like, terrible. Yep. But I think if there's a biggest enemy for, like, physicians against big boys, it's the dentist. Really? Yep. Okay, I want to understand your reasoning here because I don't don't agree. Okay. 
let me explain. When you go to the doctor's office and they give you a lecture, it's based off the number, like your scale number, how big you are. Normally. So I think it's also based off your habits too, because you, you're going to be yeah, kind but of upfront. You about don't that. have to tell them all of it. I mean, so you if you do, just come but... in like, yeah, I eat three salads a day. I don't know why I'm this big. They they know you're lying, right? Though. But okay. you still don't have to tell them the truth. So they're they're going to brighten the chart. Yeah, fat liar. They're fat going, and liar. <laughs> they're going based off appearance and the scale number. Okay. If you go to the dentist's office, there is damage done. They know that you've been having twelve packs of Mountain Dew. They know that okay. when your teeth are just rotted and you're like. Is that a piece of a Big Mac still stuck in your teeth? When did you last have McDonald's? Doc, I'm fat. And it could have been like three hours ago. I don't know. Like, <laughs> okay. They see it all. Okay. They know. And they have those signs all up over the wall, like Black how much sugar is in yeah, each yeah. like drink. And you're what like, you should limit your Okay. And for me, it's almost like a game. Like, oh, my God, there's a giant spider up there. I just noticed that. Getting infested out <laughs> Sorry. here. Um, for me, it's a game. I see that sign. It's like sugar in this drink, this drink. And I'm like, let me tally that up, do some numbers. Man, I had 75 grams of sugar just yesterday. <laughs> like, I'm not even paying attention to the lesson that they're trying to teach you. I'm just saying, like, what my daily amount is. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I see, I see where you're coming from on the mm-hmm. dentist aspect. And the reason I don't agree is because we all do this no matter what size you are, and that is go extra hard cleaning your mouth before you go in. Yeah, but... Now, I've, I've TikTok has shown me that that doesn't matter. No. But I still feel the confidence of it and thinking that I did something. Yeah. So, I like... That. I do that, too. Like, I'm, like, hardcore. Like, I'm, br- I'm talking, like, brushing my teeth. I brush my teeth, like, the night before. I actually floss for once, and then, like, I brush my teeth again in the yep. morning for, like, longer than two minutes. Uh-huh. So, no, like, I agree with you on that. So, the dentist, I don't think they're they're big boy friendly. Um, just just because they could see, like, what you're all about. There's okay, no hiding that's it from them. Now, what about, now, I personally have only had to do it a couple times, but, like, physical therapy. You ever had to do physical therapy? No. Really? Okay. <laughs> Sounds like physical activity and... <laughs> Well, when I'm coming out. off of an injury, like most kind of linemen do, they'll be yeah. they'll typically have like an injury. Usually, it's a knee injury. Just but rub some dirt on it. You go in. You go into that. You go into that physical therapy office. Yeah. For me personally, it was no longer about just my injury. Right. It was. It was a time for them to be like, all right, we're gonna. This would be a lot easier if you're smaller. We're gonna work on that a little bit. We think if you lose some weight, it will help your knee. Can you bend over and touch your toes? I couldn't do no, that before I could the injury. <laughs> could, what do you could mean? Not do that at Did all. you guys put a special like spring in my knee or something that I can now do it that I couldn't do it before? Did you have to do the test in like high school where it had the the leg test? Like you had to put your feet up on it and then you had to reach out as yeah. far as you could. Yeah, that was terrible. Oh yeah, right. that was terrible. You listen to the viewers out there. If you're a small person. Shove like two pillows under your shirt and then try to do that. Let me know how far you can reach. Literally, like, yeah. Keep let your me feet, know. Keep your feet Lock flat it, and yeah. don't bend your knees. Let like, me know how that come goes on. for you. Terrible. There's another doctor I want to talk about here, and it's a doctor I particularly like the least. And there's for one one reason. Okay, so we've talked about the normal doctor's office. Mm-hmm. We've talked about physical therapy. Yep. We've talked about the dentist. Yep. Surgeons. I personally haven't had surgery. So I can't say anything. And I need to on my knee, but I won't. My, if my fiance is listening, I promise I'll make that appointment. But uh, <laughs> the reason. Actually, he will is, not make that appointment. <laughs> for one reason only, it's not what everybody's thinking. 
Because usually before surgery, you have to not eat for a few hours. Like it's like a isn't it like twelve hours? Yeah, that's asking a lot. Okay, it is. But you're getting a surgery. Yeah, but like, what do we do when we get nervous, Matt Kibbe? We eat. What do we do when we get stressed out? We eat. (laughs) And what do we do when we are bored and can't do anything? Like after surgery or before surgery, we eat. Right. So this doctor. This surgeon is saying you cannot eat anything. You sometimes, depending on the surgery, it's like twenty four hours before. Yeah, depending depending on how long you're about to go right. under for. Listen, no, <laughs> just what's the consequences? Like I don't even know what why that's a thing, but it's something. It's something to do, and I'm not a, I'm not a medical professional. I've never anything. claimed to be. I think it's something to do with like just the system. Like they need it to be empty so that like nothing happens. I don't know. I just, well, I try and listen, like... For that reason, I'm out on surgeries. So you're just not... You're never going to get your knee fixed. So they change that rule. Well, for me, I don't that, think that's ever going to change. <laughs> I think it's something to do with the human body, my guy. Listen, I I will get the surgery that is required, but I will not be happy about that. And I want everybody to know that's going to make the experience 10 times worse. So you... But, the, okay, so you have to... Fa- let's say you have to fast for 12 hours. You know what that means, though? That the, last meal is on. about to be Right huge. there... In the word that you used is why big boys don't like it. Fast. Fast. Fasting. <laughs> Anything with speed. No, not for the big boys. No, I, I agree with you. But think about it this way. Think about it this way. And your fiance is going to be very happy with me making this this comparison. She might not be happy because she has she'll have to like make it, but the last meal before you go on the fast. It's going to be the best meal of your life because you're about to like, you're about to feast knowing that you can't eat for 12 hours. Yes. But also, if you're like scared of surgeries and scared of being put under, if you call it the last meal, like before you fast, it's, you're also going to think this is the last meal before oh I might die. Now you're just. Okay. So this is what, you, this is what you do. This is what you do. Because this is what I do when I get you. So you schedule your appointment mm-hmm. for the morning. Yep. You want it. You want to have the first available appointment i'm talking like 8 a.m right still doesn't work no 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 it does here's what i'm going to tell you because what you're going to do so if you have let's say you have an appointment at 8 a.m so you got to stop eating at 8 p.m i know that sucks because that like post 8 p.m is bit prime big yep. boy snacking time right maybe maybe you make it like 9 a.m 9 a.m because most big boy, you don't eat breakfast do you no no, no. no big boy eats breakfast which is really surprising i mean yes i do Stop. <laughs> so, but nobody, nobody really eats breakfast. Big boys, again, surprisingly, don't eat breakfast. Right. So what you do, you schedule it for like, let's say, let's say you do nine, nine, a, nine a.m. at that point, right? Mm-hmm. So you stop eating at nine p.m. That's usually a good time. Like big boys can usually get away with not eating past nine p.m. on I, like a middle weeknight kind of deal. I hear your logic. So, but here you're gonna you're gonna stop eating at nine. So you're only gonna be up for. Three more, four more hours. If you're, if you're like, staying up and doing stuff, so then you're gonna stop eating, but you're gonna go to sleep. So for the most part, you're not sleeping. You're sleeping through the time that you wouldn't be able to eat. I hear your logic, Matt, but I want to counter it. Okay, what happens when you tell a child that they can't play with toys? Ah, they get the urge to play with toys. Right. It's a lot of analogies so when going you on tell, here today. When you tell a big boy that he can't eat. It only it makes, makes him hungry. hungry. I okay, I agree with you, but you have to you have to set it up in a smart way where it's gonna make your life easier. Because if you're 
Like, yeah, it's going to be that four hours where you're awake. It's going to be tough. But then you're going to go to sleep and it's going to be like, oh, I'm up. I don't I don't eat breakfast anyway. The, now, what's going to kill you, what's going to what's going to make it worse is the growl. Yeah. The growl is what always like personally for me, that's what gets me. It's also the constant thought that you're probably going to feel like garbage after the surgery and not want to eat anyway. So now you're looking at a whole day oh, of you're, no food. You're gonna, oh, trust I'm gonna me. Be they're going to put you. food in front of you, and you're going to be the happiest little camper no, in the No, they world. give you, like, jello and pudding and stuff, you're right? Gonna be like, you're, and you're going to look at it, and you're going to go, Wee! No, that's sugar-free. Get it out of my face. Oh, they won't give you the sugar-free. They, they're going to they're gonna look at you, and they're going to see the weight on the chart and be like, this man can't do sugar-free. <laughs> I'm going to be post-surgery DoorDash and McDonald's to my room. To your room? Can you do that? I don't know if they can bring it up to you in the hospital, but I bet you could get it delivered there. The hospital back home has a Chick-fil-A in it. So oh, they for sure deliver then. I'm down. I'm gonna I'm not even gonna be fully awake. And just Are you uh, expecting it to be there when you get back or are you like Yes. Like when I wake up, uh, great, love my family and everything, but they can wait in the lobby. I have an appointment with some, with Chick-fil-A. some Chick-fil-A. Like wait this one out. You yeah. guys can just let me eat real quick. It's in not peace. gonna be yeah. a pretty sight. Um, so yeah, surgeons, you know, thanks okay. for saving lives, see, but like, stay away from me. I can see where you, I can see where you're coming from on that point then. On that aspect, I get it. But for the most part, we kind of, we try and tend to not deal with the hospital mm-hmm. and the surgeons. Now, best doctor, best doctor. Who's your favorite? Uh, let me, let me just, I'm going to tell you mine. Okay. The most friendly, you could agree with this or not. The most friendly, fat person, friendly doctor. Mm-hmm. Is your local chiropractors. Let me tell you why, Matt. Yeah. We carry around a lot of weight. They and they know it too. And it strains our back. Mm-hmm. And worst we, backs in history. Yep. And uh our legs are bad because knees. Knees carrying around Terrible. a lot of weight. And and your your alignments now, like you're squatting already. Yeah. I may be biased because my fiance is gonna be one, but I will tell you Whoa, that's a it's a big biasy here. But here, let me tell you why the bias is okay because that was one of the reasons I made this decision to propose. Not all. Oh not, my not, god! Not the majority. Are you, are of the you sure? Hold on. Are you? Yeah. Are you sure you're going in I'm the right direction going down here. this road? Are you because, sure yes. you know what direction yep. you're going in? I sure do. Okay. And it is straight tr- to the doghouse. But I'm going to keep uh, yeah, going. You're there. going right to the doghouse, my guy. It was a major reason because one. Most insurances don't cover that much of you know, that many visits, mm-hmm. and as a big boy, I try to go at least once a week. Sometimes okay. I'm, I'm every other week, but I go frequently. So it is very important to me that um, I can afford that service because as a big boy, I hurt a lot, especially like playing sports all my life. Yeah. I'm pretty messed up. The, bo- I, the body's know. broken a little bit, right? So I need that service. So once the insurance visits run out, then you got to pay out of pocket. Mm-hmm. Well, let me tell you something. Pro tip to the big boys out there, marry a chiropractor because then you don't have to pay anything. The service is there whenever you need it. If you're feeling extra fat that day and your knees just are really struggling, at-home adjustment. They know what to do. Right. Here's the downside. Again, I'm really going to the doghouse here. Yeah, there are I'm cons. You're still going down this road. You know. At oh, this now point, we're going to cons. Oh man. Here's the cons. Hold on, I'm going to ask you one more time. Are you sure you want to go down this road? Yep. Okay. All right, here's the cons. I just want to point out, fiance at home, 
He's admitted to this. I am trying to stop him. He continues the to want to go down must this. No. I t- sometimes the people don't need to know. Listen, it's not even necessarily a con. Okay. It's it's in the long run, it's a pro. But for a big boy, it could be a con at first. Okay. When you decide that you're going to marry into the physician field of somebody that um spends much time around health, um Health changes, life changes um, become a regular suggestion. Um, yeah. A lot of lectures. Um, okay. I'm trying to be so cautious here. I think that line alone, she's going to just send you a text and it's going to be like, yeah. oh, so a lot of lectures, huh? Yeah. And then just, you're gonna get, and then you're gonna get a lecture when you marry into that field. Uh-huh. As you a keep big going. Boy, if you just keep going, if you, <laughs> if you decide to marry somebody in the healthcare field, any health, yeah, any health, yeah, keep going. <laughs> just be mindful that they're uh-huh. they're gonna do their best to change your lifestyles that you are also comfortable with. And like <laughs> oh I said, like, you- <laughs> listen, I'm trying to turn this, <laughs> Matt. You're not helping. You're not helping. In the long run, it is the most beneficial thing for you because oh, you make. Okay. This is why I said it's a pro okay, in the long okay. term. In the long run, it benefits you more than anything because you're getting healthier and you have somebody yep. to help you through it. But short term, <laughs> listen, <laughs> we big boys know what we like, and we're not the biggest fans of somebody <laughs> coming in and telling us probably not good for you and. Normally, we scare those people away because we're like, mind your business. But then <laughs> when you're trying to marry that person, you can't really say that. So you're like, yeah, you're right. And then before you know it, you're chugging a, a, a 20-ounce Pepsi as fast as you can before they notice. <laughs> now, <laughs> oh my. Okay. Like I said, majority pro, everything's pro. I'm, I'm going to say it's 100% of pro. But at first, um, it, it hurts a little. Yeah? Okay. Um, folks at home, uh, we'll be taking an application for the next co-host of Big Boys Barking <laughs> oh, she, next she week. Knows. Tommy will be dead um, by the time we record next week. So uh, if you're interested in being on Big Boys Barking, please reach out, bigboysbarking at gmail.com. You can apply to be the new host. I thought I had a great recovery there, like 100% you know, pro. I think the problem was is the recovery in the pro was a lot shorter of a list than the guy. That's because you're laughing your ass off over there. I couldn't get it out. You're putting me in the doghouse. I'm only you, trying to scrape I my way back. To, I tried to stop you from even going in. Yeah, but I already got the viewers hyped for it, so I just I had to. It's a pro to marry into the medical uh-huh. field. I suggest that for all big boys, uh, you'll change your life in amazing ways. Um, yeah, I mean, okay. Let me <laughs> Jesus. Let me just put this out there. I would not have lost sixty five pounds if it wasn't for my fiance. Okay, pro. There, that's a good. That's a good. That's a good rebound here. Thank you. Do I miss the occasional oh McC- <laughs> McChicken sandwich oh or two God. or three? Yes, but do I miss being as large as I was? No. So if you put the two pros with the one con, the pros outweigh the con, and Marrying into the medical field is a pro. That's math, folks. <laughs> you good, man? <laughs> I don't even know what this episode is anymore. I oh my God. I have to send a text. <laughs> yeah, you're going to want to skip this episode. It's so boring. <laughs> That's what I'm going to tell her. 
Just skip oh, it. It's no big deal. It's super. You're strange. gonna you're gonna tell her. Listen until you get to about the uh, 27 minute mark, and then at that point, just shut yeah, it off. I don't know. I just, don't need your full play. Just yeah. stop listening. Exactly. <laughs> oh oh my man. God. Okay. Um. I'm gonna I'm gonna help you here. Let's get into the quote of the week. <laughs> Let's get out of here for yeah. you. This is especially important for um my fiance to listen to. This quote? Yep. Oh my god. <laughs> Beauty is in the <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what the quote was. It's perfect. Beauty is in the eye of the older. <laughs> oh my god. You see, to tall men, I'm a midget. To short men, I'm a giant. To the skinny ones, I'm a fat man. And to the fat ones, I'm a thin man. Beauty is in the eye of the beholder. And I just want to say, my fiance, she's very beautiful. Um, <laughs> oh, boy. You can't follow. She's really beautiful with a, oh, boy. Finish, finish strong here, Tommy. All right. Um, thank you, fiance of mine, for helping me along this wonderful journey and helping me find true health and what I can Achieve if I just watch what I eat. Is that good? Better? Sound a little forced. Uh, Sounds like you've said that before. (laughs) So we won't be going live next week anymore. My eye will be black. Just kidding. She's super nice. She's she's probably going to be more mad that I made her sound like a bad person. Yeah, she she made her sound like the evil doctor. No, she's super nice. She's probably just going to call me She does it. She does it in, like, the nicest way, too, probably. You're just making it sound like she, like, stepped. She comes home and she's like, this guy is just so fat. (laughs) What am I doing? (laughs) She just she goes to work every morning. And she's like she gets she rolls out of bed like after after she gets up like it sinks it back up because you're like weighing it down. She's like I just had a big guy on top of she, me for all night. She what am I two doing? separate dinners, one good for her, one me just a plate of vegetables. Not for you, fatso. <laughs> oh jeez. I think that's it. I think we need to stop. No, she's super nice. She's not okay. me at all. She's going to get real kick out of this or kick my ass. We'll see, folks. We'll see if Tommy's Tune in with next us week. next week. Uh, Let's get to it for episode nine here on Big Boys Barking. We'll see you next time. Hopefully, we're live next week. There'll still be a recording. Hopefully, I'm alive next week, man. <laughs> Just kidding again. We'll have a live chat feature so Ashley can chime in whenever she wants. I'll bring her on the show. <laughs> She'll be here eventually. We'll be that was episode nine, folks. We'll see you next week on Big Boys Barking. For Tom Stoney, I'm Matt Kimmy. See you later. I got a job following fat people around with a tuba. Cut it out! I'm just trying to live my life! No one taught me about carbs! That'll be $60.